Hey, it's Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life, and you are host of the I Heart My Life show. This is episode 188, How to Market Yourself Without Feeling Sleazy, a real-life coaching session with Natasha McDowell. So Natasha is one of our iHeart coaching students, and she volunteered to be an incredible client here on today's episode. We're taking you behind the scenes of one of her real life questions around marketing herself and selling without feeling sleazy. So Natasha is really interested in moving past all of her fears and doubts and insecurities when it comes to approaching people and posting on Instagram and all the good stuff about her coaching package. She is nervous about being direct. She's nervous about being too pushy and wanted to know how to actually move through that so she can actually sell her services and make the money that she desires. So we're going to break all of that down today on the coaching session. And I know it's going to be super relatable if you are suffering from anything I just described. It is your time to move through all of that because there are people out there who need what it is that you have to offer. So go ahead, let's dive in. I know you're going to get so much from this coaching session. Let's make it happen. This episode is sponsored by iHeart Coaching, our signature program for new and aspiring online coaches. iHeart Coaching is your one-stop shop designed to support you in becoming the next standout online coach. Whether you're brand new to the digital space or looking to take your coaching business to the next level, this is a comprehensive program that's going to show you how to build a successful coaching business from A to Z. We're going to share how to generate maximum revenue and book out your calendar with dream clients. To learn more, go to iHeartCoaching.com. Welcome, Natasha. I'm excited to have this time with you and have a coaching session together. Me too. Hi, Emily. Hi. So first of all, can you tell people a little bit about the type of coaching that you do and a bit about your business? Yes. So I guess the easiest way for me to label myself as a coach would be a body trust um, coach, really. Um, I I, I sort of focus on health. I've studied health coaching, um, but I've really come to uh, focus on what it means to deeply trust our knowing and ourselves as experts on us as much as any other expert out there. No one has been in us, in our shoes, in our body as long as we have. So our expertise on ourselves is as worthy as anyone else's. Okay, great. So today I know you want some support around sales of your coaching packages. So can you tell me a little bit around what you feel you're struggling with or what's kind of holding you up at the moment? Yeah, sure. So I think particularly when it comes to things around health, um, there's still very much a tendency to, which I understand, you know, perhaps we go to a therapist or we go to a specialist and we sort of seek out these people that have, um, you know, expertise in their field, of course, to kind of give us the answers to what's wrong. And often these problems are actually just lifestyle related, right? They're like our sleep, they're digestive issues, they're things that actually a lot of it's in our control, but we'd much rather someone give us some kind of pill, like metaphorical or literal to fix us than have to really make the changes ourselves. Um, And the work that I do as a health coach, right, is to really help facilitate that, to help people with that. But um, 
I just, I, I feel, and I don't know if it's a projection on my part, right? And maybe there's a part of it that there's a lot of resistance to that. I think when it's, when it's weight loss and people have that like desperation to look different, they're really willing to invest the money in it. But when it's something internal that you can't necessarily see, um, people are, are more willing to just live with it than actually invest money in, in having someone help them change it, I guess, because they don't know how different it could be. Okay. Um, yeah. And so right now at this point in your business, have you sold any um, spots of your package? Mm-mm. Okay. Have you been on discovery calls or sales calls? I have with people that have ended up being practice clients and then not continuing. So I've offered people like four sessions, for example, and then either they continue or they, um, you know, they can just give me a testimonial if it worked for them. And at the end of it, they're kind of like, I can't afford it. Okay. So what would you say are the results that those people in particular got from four sessions with you? I mean, I know for a fact they got a lot because they told me. Mm-hmm. Um, but what specifically? The thing that um, all of them said was that they really got the sense of what was possible for them and where they were stuck and how um, they needed to move forward. So they had the awareness piece, right? Like they, so that's great, but then stop, right? It's like, I have now have the awareness and I guess I can just go and do it myself, which I mean, perhaps they did, but, um, and also I know that uh, they felt deeply held in the space that I offered for them to kind of work through things. You know, what we do is not just related to physical well-being you know it's everything it's health in every area of your life and I know in each case like we really went into all of that and perhaps they discovered things that they weren't aware of that they weren't aware really needed to be um, considered you know in the full picture so it was illuminating so I I'm, I'm certain that there was a lot of value yeah. And so I, I often feel kind of confused. Okay. If there's this much value that you got, then what's the problem? <laughs> okay. So if you had to pinpoint what you could help them with going forward after the four sessions, what do you envision your coaching entailing after the four sessions? I mean, the four sessions like barely touch on what one can investigate in like a 90 day or a six month program. I mean, I, I know having been in this program with you guys, like being committed and being do showing up consistently for a a number of months has a profound effect, right? Like it, you need to have that time and that support in order to feel the changes. So that's what I'll say about the length. But the thing that each person comes to me with, right, when 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 they're interested in, in potentially onboarding is they don't trust themselves, right? They don't they don't feel safe. And at the end of those four sessions, the person doesn't trust themselves anymore, right? They just have a sense that it's a really big problem for them. Okay. Um, so in working with me you know, I'm actually going to bring you to the point where 
you do feel safe in your skin. And I don't just mean you feel safe in your skin as in you have less anxiety, which I think is the obvious thing that one might think of, but also, you know, on a physical level, we often berate our bodies and we don't trust how they look as much as how they feel. And to actually get to that place where you can be okay with you, no matter what changes you go through, you know, no matter what what things physically look like or feel like, you can have a sense of trust that things are going to be okay. And you can you can go to your toolbox that we developed together, right? Of self-care tools, of nutrition knowledge, of um, like holistic lifestyle changes. And so when you do get to that point where you don't know what to do, right? You have like, as I said, this toolbox, a full spectrum toolbox that you can draw upon. I'm not offering people a fix. Like at the end of this program, you will have dot, dot, dot. It's like, as in a transformation. It, I mean, it is a transformation in that you will have the ability to go forward in your life with a sense of confidence. Okay. Right. So there's Does a few things sense? going on here. So number one, the reason I'm asking you so many questions is because you have to believe in what you're selling first and foremost, and mm-hmm. you have to be crystal clear with people about what the results are that they can expect. And a lot of times people tiptoe around those results because they're worried about making guarantees or false promises. But your job is to think about the best case scenario that you know your program can support with. So what are those results that if someone truly does follow through, do the 90 days, do the six months, they're their ideal client, they show up, what are those results? Can you tell me just a few? Yeah. So I think the first one and the biggest one is um, a self-worth piece, right? The idea that you get to experience joy in your life, wherever you're at, whatever that looks like, whether you're in the most beautiful relationship or you don't have one yet, whether you have a family or you have yet to have one, whether you want a career or you have a great career, it doesn't really matter which one of those scenarios you have if you don't if you don't have the ability to inhabit that joy because you don't feel secure and safe and trust, it's never going to feel good, right? And at the end of this time together, I know that I can take people to a place where they actually feel joyful, right? Because when we can inhabit our bodies and feel trusting of them, we can enjoy, right? Like our, we get to be in our physical body because it gets, it, it allows us to experience joy in our life, right? It's joy is all about sensations. And if we're always holding back because we're trying to control our weight or control what we're eating or control our relationships, right? A lot of it's about control. So the kind of control and the joy piece are like the opposite. So it's also about not having to control every single aspect of your life and being willing to kind of surrender and move into that joyful place. Um, and I, I think that perhaps that doesn't sound as as fancy as like a, a monetary <laughs> outcome, but it's difficult to access the monetary stuff if you don't feel happy. Right? Yeah, there's always an ROI, fi- a financial ROI in everything. And so like you're expressing here, well, maybe... 
their relationship is going to be improved because they're experiencing more joy and acceptance of themselves. And so they're not going to have to spend money on a divorce or a counselor or whatever. Maybe they'll, you know, they, they have more confidence. So they get the raise in their career or they move forward with their business or they get more visible. Like there's always a way that we can tie it to financial ROI. ROI. But I think what you're describing here is really important. And so What I'm getting to is that whenever we're of the belief that it's not tangible enough or people are probably going to just go off and do it on their own and not actually pay for the big package, that's going to come across in the sales. So you have to get yourself to the place where you're so confident about what it is that you're selling and you know the results that people expect If they show up and do the work, you're not saying that it's a magic pill. You're saying they need to show up and do the work. And then you have to be willing to express that confidently. And there are people who will pay for what it is that you're talking about. There are people who have tried every diet under the sun. And now they're just like looking for that thing where that will help them feel joyful, will help them love their body regardless. They've tried and tested things, but maybe they lost the weight for a little bit and then gained it back. So there are these people out there who are looking for the thing that you're describing, but it first has to start with you believing in it and believing that your customers are out there. So where are you with that at the moment? Do you actually believe that there are those people out there who will pay for your services? I believe that there are those people out there that need it, but I'm having, I'm struggling to get to the place where I believe that they will pay for it. I think partly because that kind of idea that there are so many people out there coaching on the same subjects, right? I know this is a limiting belief, but it's one that I'm still grappling with. Um, So I do have a sense of it, but I don't fully believe it yet. Okay. So what is it going to take for you to fully believe it? I guess evidence. I don't know if that's a fair response, but I think seeing, even when someone messages me on Instagram or whatever it is and says, this is so helpful and so important, you know, it gives, it gives you that sense of, okay, this is what I'm doing is necessary. People need this because you need, you know, it's, it's service-based work. You want to know that you're touching people, but, um, you know, when there's so much going on on the on the internet, sometimes it's it's difficult to kind of know whether those people are out there. Um, who I don't know if they if they if they want it, right? Okay, so this is really important that you shift this as soon as possible. So I want you to do some research and look for people out there who are doing similar things to what you're doing. I'm personally right now thinking about one of my friends, Mel Wells. Are you familiar with her work? Mm -hmm. Yes. So I've read both of her books. They're amazing. Yes, people go to her for body and weight loss, but it's very much about feeling joy in your body, about being free to eat whatever you want, about spiritually filling yourself up and not looking for food to fill you up, right? And so there's people like that who are already doing what it is that you want to be doing to a certain extent. And we want to make sure that we're remembering that just because there are people out there doing what we're doing, which is a good thing, it's verifying that there are clients out there who will pay. You are unique in the way that you deliver your message and the way that you share your life experience. 
And in seeing you in our program over the last six months, I know the impact that you have not only on the group, but also on the other coaches. People have said to me, you know, how powerful you are, how poetic you are. I've seen your videos. You touch people in a way that most people don't. And so you have to remind yourself and essentially sell to yourself on a daily basis that you are special and that your message needs to be heard and that there are clients who can only hear what they need to hear from you because they'll resonate with you more than anyone else. Yeah. I mean, I, I think when we had the, we had a virtual event, right? Maybe it was two weeks ago. I was still not quite the place where I believed that. And the last two weeks since that event, I have like fully come into that place of believing. I know I can, I know I have something special to offer. Right. So it's, it's funny because I really feel like I'm on the precipice of overcoming this last bit, right? This feels like what we're talking about now feels like the last bit that I really need to just, I don't know if the right word is like blast through, work through to just be there and be doing it. Well, if you really believe and you know people are out there who need this and who will buy from it, buy it, ask yourself, how would I show up today if I really fully believed? Mm-hmm. And what would that look like? Would it look like a video? Would it look like posting about my coaching package? Would it look like reaching out to those people who did the four sessions saying, you know what, like let's check in? I know what happens when people try and do this on their own. Normally nothing happens. <laughs> like I am here <laughs> for you. Like how can we be more bold in the way that you are showing up and more direct? Because like I said, oftentimes we're tiptoeing around the result. We're tiptoeing around what it is we're actually doing and we're not being specific about what people can expect. Yeah, I think you the word that you said that like triggered the thing that I know I'm still afraid of is direct. Mm. You know, I feel so uncomfortable, even though I'm a fairly direct person in my manner, right? I'll always be the person on the call who's like, I have a question. I want to talk. I don't have any problem with that. But when it comes to actually getting back in touch with someone and saying, Hey, you know, do you want to follow up on this? I get timid. And I know that people feel that, that, as you said, if I'm not confident, then why are they going to be, you know, if I'm like skirting around, I mean, let's look at that. Yeah. What comes up for you when you think about reaching out to someone? I start to have all of these sort of movie reels, right. Of what they might be thinking of me, especially if they're people that I already know. Because I very much, you know, over the course of this, uh, the program that I've done with you, I've realized that I, I really want to utilize the network of people I already have as much as just kind of reach. I mean, you encourage that anyway. So when I'm getting in touch with people and saying, you know, following up, or is there anyone that might be interested in this that you know, I just, I start to have all of these negative, I don't, ideas of what they might think. I don't even know. I don't even know if I could label what they are, but. Well, let's try. Say picture one person right now who, you know, needs what it is that you sell. Okay. Mm -hmm. You have someone in mind. Yeah. Okay. Envision yourself reaching out to them today saying, Hey, so-and-so 
I have this package. I'd love to talk to you more about it because I feel like it would get you the results you're looking for. I mean, in this case, it's someone that's a friend and they have a lot of health issues. And I mean, I've already, okay, I know you don't need the backstory, but I just start to, as soon as I feel as though I'm asking them for money or making a suggestion that they're going to have to give me something for my time, I start to be afraid that they'll, you know, it's not want to be my friend or they'll, they'll kind of accuse me of being like dirty. I don't know why this word, like there's just something about, I'm, I'm very much someone that will give things. I mean, you know, this already, cause I've posted about it, like give things away for free as opposed to saying, Hey, I can't, I don't have all of this for free. Um, yeah, I start to just get really scared that I'm going to like lose the connection to someone or even, yeah. I don't, um, okay. So let me look at one other example here. So say you're, you just notice somebody in another Facebook group and you don't know them. They're not a friend, but you reach out to them and invite them to get on a call with you or to learn more about your services. How would that feel? Okay. So I don't know if this is a indirect way of answering the question, but when people do that to me, I really dislike it. Okay. What do you dislike about it? It just feels pushy. Okay. You know, when people add me as a friend on Facebook or Instagram and then start messaging me about whether I need their program, a lot of the time, you know, I'm always just friendly and like, nope, don't need this program if I don't, you know. Um, but there's, yeah, something about it that just makes me feel uncomfortable. Okay. So what would feel comfortable to you in terms of marketing? I mean, I'm trying to kind of, follow what you guys have suggested. And it does feel good in that I'm, you know, by showing up on social media and by having, you know, freebies, I'm offering actually a lot of free, free value already. Mm -hmm. And, and in that way, I can kind of invite people to connect with me. And I, yeah. I love that. So At the time that we're recording this, we're also recording on video. And when we were talking about you direct messaging people, you had your hand around your neck. And so that's really interesting to me because we're talking about you being direct. We're talking about you inviting people and telling them about your program. And that, you know, is something that feels uncomfortable. But what you just described to me can can be done over direct message as well. So what if you changed it up and said, hey, so-and-so, did you see my free PDF or my free video or the Facebook Live or the Instagram Live I did the other day? You popped into my mind because I think it would really serve you. Check it out here. You don't have to go in like guns blazing, check out my program. Here's here's the the shopping cart. You can Mm -hmm. still give them value, send them a voice message, send them a Loom video, just tell them what you're seeing and what you're experiencing, because I know that you are very intuitive. And what that tells me is if somebody comes across your mind or pops up on your newsfeed and you feel some sort of connection, it's actually your duty as an intuitive to follow that and to reach out. 
but that means that you can reach out in a way that feels good to you as well. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So how would it feel to invite them? I love that language that you use to invite them and give them some sort of value first. That feels great. Okay. Awesome. Because you're right. Like, and this is what I wanted to get to. Sometimes it can feel like someone's invading your personal space. Like if you went on a date, sometimes people come on a little bit too strong on the first date. So we want to approach people with the value. And so I want you to really think like what feels in aligned for me? How do I love to sell? Because no one's asking you, you know, to be someone you're not. We are asking you to step outside of your comfort zone in order to serve other people, but you can still do it on your terms. Yeah, that makes that makes so much sense. I mean, I think the important thing I have to remember, and it dropped in as you were talking, is that the urgency comes from the desire to start making a certain amount of money in a certain amount of time, right? And although you guys have taught me that that's, it's important to know what you need, and but I think it's important for me to kind of know that, but then not come from that being the only, of course, it's not the only reason, but the main kind of driver the main driver has to be the desire to genuinely offer people something with the intention of bringing them into the program, but doing it in a way that feels good to me too. I love that. Yes, of course. You're running a business here. This is not about just giving freebies for the rest of your life, but that can definitely help people to understand what it is that you have to offer, to feel a connection with you and to make a decision for themselves. Like, Hey, this is something I'd love to know more about. Let's jump on a call. So I want you to really like channel that bold directness, but do it in a way that feels aligned with you and your company. And when you have it done to you, also start to flip the switch on how you feel. And what I mean by that is when someone reaches out with their program, how can we show them more compassion and admiration that they are being bold? Maybe it's not the way that you would do it, but they have the guts to put themselves out there in that way, which is a really big deal. You and I both know that's a big deal. And most people don't have the guts from the get-go. They work on themselves to be able to do that. And so we need to celebrate and honor that. Yeah. I mean, truthfully, I'm not saying that these people that have reached out for me, I wouldn't be interested in their program if I wasn't already in three programs. <laughs> I'm right. program capacity. You know, there are definitely people that have reached out that I've thought, wow, actually that program looks amazing. Um, yeah. And maybe I would have bought from them um, if I wasn't already doing the courses I'm doing now. So it's not that it's always bad. There's just certain cases in which I do feel icky, but I guess that's just information about what kind of process works for me. And it doesn't mean that another process isn't great for someone else. Exactly. So you can also learn, you know, what you don't want to be doing when they message you in that way. And like you said, some people, it's a great, you know, that them sharing is good because now it's on your radar, even if it's not right for right now. But that also tells us something just because someone's a no doesn't mean it's like a no forever. It can be a not yet. And so it's our duty to keep reaching out 
when people come across our radar, when we have, you know, we have our marketing strategy, even if feel if it feels like there's a lot of no's or no one's watching, you know that your message is important because again, like we talked about a few minutes ago, you've already sold to yourself and you've reminded yourself on a regular basis that what you have is special and that the world needs to hear about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I found you because someone like the I heart my life Instagram commented on one of my pictures and your course opened, I think a week later, I almost missed the deadline and I wouldn't have known about it otherwise. Right. Right. Like, so it's good. It's great to like go through all of it because then I can kind of inventory while these things really worked and these things didn't work so well. And so it's not a case of throwing the baby out with the bathwater and saying all of these approaches make me feel icky. Actually, if I break it down, there are some that really work. Um, and I, the ones that work for me are when I can genuinely feel connection, right? Like I genuinely feel like this person is interested. This person actually liked it. It's not that they're just going through the motions. So I think that just shows me that that's, that's the way for me to do it. And honestly, after, you know, knowing you for this period of time, I don't know that you don't ever show up with your heart, you know, (laughs) on your sleeve and building that connection. Like you aren't a surface level person. So I really think just you showing up and being yourself and your marketing, that's going to translate. People are going to feel that from you. Thank you for saying that. I, I believe you, which is amazing because I don't think I would have felt that way a few months ago. You know, um, there's just so much to learn. There is so much to learn in this world. And sometimes it can kind of be a bit overwhelming. And I think that's what's so great about coaching, right? Is you actually get to sit down, talk to someone and it helps you realize what you need to do for you. Exactly. Um, yeah. That's what you do for your clients. Yes. Love it. So how was this session for you, Natasha? It was amazing. I was so excited about getting to talk to you, um, about getting to talk about this with you. And it's been so helpful. Great. I have to write it all down afterwards. Yeah. We'll get you the recording. And of course it will be on the, I heard my life show. So thank you for being here and thank you for being so honest. And honestly, like this topic is something so many people need to hear more about. So I appreciate your vulnerability and for you being open with this because it's going to serve so many people. Oh, thank you. Well, that's my thing, right? I'm here for the vulnerability. Thank you, Natasha. I hope you loved today's episode. Remember, you can get the support that you're craving to move past your fears and get to the other side so that you truly can sell your services with ease and make the money that you desire. Check out iHeartCoaching.com, our program for new and aspiring coaches. This is the program that Natasha went through, and she loved it so much that she's going to go through again as an alumni. So go to iHeartCoaching.com to find out more today. We hope you love this episode. Thank you so much for being an avid listener of the I Heart My Life show. Take a second and leave a review. It would mean so much to us and we read all of them. And for further inspiration and life and business tips about creating a life that you love and achieving massive success, definitely follow us at I Heart My Life on Instagram and at I Heart My Life Now on Facebook. See you next time.